Hello, beautiful soul, and welcome to Inspired by Cass, a podcast dedicated to helping you become your most authentic self. I'm your host, Cass, a spiritual teacher, Reiki healer, and intuitive badass. I'll be bringing you interviews, meditations, and solo episodes, all in the hopes of awakening your soul to its highest potential. So come on this journey with me as we navigate modern spirituality. Welcome, welcome back, beautiful babe. (sighs) Holy cow. First off, this is a very very requested podcast episode. So I am so excited to dive into this juicy, juicy topic. But look, before we get into that, um, hi, I've been away for a couple of, uh, you know, weeks, haven't posted a podcast. And if you're not keeping up to date, you know, with my mailing list or on my socials, then I have moved. And this is one of the major and I hope one of the final major components of my Saturn return, which is why I feel like now is such an amazing time to sit down and have this conversation with you. My hopes with this episode is to not only educate you on what a Saturn return is, but also what my experience has been like through it, how I've navigated it and how I've empowered myself with the knowledge that I've had to fingers crossed, hopefully have um, handled the situation as best as I could. So let's just break it down, really. Firstly, actually, before I get ahead of myself, I've moved. Okay, so I've moved from Lismore to Newcastle and I'm living with my two incredible soul sisters, Gabrielle and Storm. And this has been something that I have fought against for about six months. And again, this is why I feel like this is a perfect time for me to record this podcast episode because I realized that this was a very large portion or at least challenge of my Saturn return. So Let's get into the juicy, juicy stuff because I honestly want to explain to all of you what the heck a Saturn return even is. Firstly, let's talk about the fact that we have planetary returns all the time. Our birthday is our solar return. The actual terminology of like a return, a Saturn return, solar return, whatever, is just referring to... The point in which in our own natal chart, uh, the planet comes back to the same point as when we were born. So firstly, if you have not already gotten or, you know, produced your natal or birth chart, please go to like cafeastrology.com. That's like the best free one online. That will at least tell you all of the basics that you need. I know it can be super overwhelming at times, but it is honestly a good place to start at least. Okay, so that is all that it means by a Saturn return. It is just the point in which Saturn returns back to where the same point as when you were born. So Saturn has an orbit time of about 29 and a half years. 
depending on whether or not you were born during a retrograde period, this could be a little bit less or a little bit more. Now, for me personally, my Saturn return actually peaked about a month ago when I was only about 28 and a half because I was born during a Saturn retrograde, which means that just the way that it works out, it it ended up hitting me a little bit earlier. It also means, babes, (laughs) fuck my life. Because Saturn is about to go retrograde again, I actually end up with three peaks of my Saturn return. So I want to give you a bit of background. My Saturn in my natal chart, if, if you go to your natal chart, have a look, it'll say Saturn, it'll say whatever sign it is. I have mine in Aquarius. Anyone born right now between like, I think it's like 91 and 93, you would have it in Aquarius too. Okay. Now, beside that, there's going to be like a number. It's going to be between zero and 29. All right. I have Saturn at 23 degrees and at about April 12th, I think it was, um, 2022, yes, um, Saturn went and hit Aquarius at 23 degrees. So therefore it returned to the point that it was at when I was born. That right there is what a Saturn return is referring to just in an astrological sort of sense. Because Saturn is about to go retrograde in a a month or so, it is then going to go back over my 23 degrees. So that's peak two. And then when it goes, it stations direct again, it will then start going forward again, or not really technically start going forward, but you know what I mean. Um, And then it will then go back over my 23 degrees. So for those of us who were born um, around the same time as me, we are all blessed um, with this same experience. So hopefully that gives you like a little bit of an understanding of what it actually means when a planet goes return. So I also want to point out that obviously this does not just happen around your 29th birthday. This happens around every 29 and a half years. So you're looking at your late 20s to like your late 50s and then into your 80s as well if you are blessed to live that long. So uh, uh, if you are not, like if you've already potentially experienced your first Saturn return and you're like, Haha, I'm out of this, I don't need to listen to this. I hate to tell you, um, but you're going to experience this um, two to three times in your lifetime, depending how long you live. You could even experience it a fourth time. It could be possible if you lived a long time. So let's chat about Saturn as a planet, as its energy, and just like what the fuck the Saturn return is even all about. So Saturn is actually, fun fact, it is the furthermost planet that we can actually see in our night sky without a telescope, all right? So if you remember back to like uh, the December of 2020, when we had like the great conjunction of Saturn and Jupiter, you would have, there was like obviously um, quite a lot of people talk, I know I was talking about how like um, big and bright and beautiful it looked in the sky, Uh, so you can actually see it in the night sky. It is the teacher 
of the zodiac. Saturn as a planet is all about structure and limitations. All right. So in a nutshell, babe, what you're experiencing during your Saturn return is like, actually, I'm going to use this analogy that I use with my clients. And I think I've used this in the podcast before. Saturn drops us off, like it dropped me off at Aquarius at 23 degrees, okay? And it's like, all right, bitch, so what I want you to do is this is the life that I want you to live, and I'm going to come back, and I'm going to meet you here in like 29 years. And so then I go off with all of my will um, to do whatever the hell that I want with my life, and I get like a little off track, okay? Like a lot off track, clearly, as we all do. And so as Saturn like comes back around to like meet me at the bus stop where it dropped me off, there's like this pull. Okay. There's like this pulling or pushing sensation of Saturn trying to suck you back to where you're supposed to be. This is the best way I can explain what I've been experiencing. Okay. Bear with me, babe. And so it's like, trying to pull us back into alignment of where we are supposed to be. He's often referred to as the task master of the Zodiac as well, because he's almost kind of just like outlining um, our discipline um, and how we're supposed to be really like leading our life as adults. So if Saturn wanted us to do one thing and potentially like we've been wanting to do one thing, but we've been ignoring it, e.g. we haven't had the discipline to do that thing or like the like a willpower to do that thing, then Saturn and our Saturn return is going to make it so unbearably obvious or unbearable if you are not doing that thing. Okay, so I want you just to consider, again, if you've already been past your first Saturn return, I want you to definitely like once you finish listening to this and you can see how potentially your house um, that it was in would have been playing out in your life. But just think back to like, how were you? I've spoken to some people who are a few years older than me and I've asked them, I'm like, what was like your um, life like between like 27 and like 30, 31? And they were like, oh, it was really easy. Or the next person's like, oh my God, I was like so depressed. Um, like I, like I was speaking to someone that like, I was so depressed. Like I ended up on antidepressants, but then like once I got over like my like 31st, 32nd birthday, like I was all good. And I'm thinking to myself, damn, like this chick really needed to change something in her life that she ignored, um, medicated herself. And then because Saturn just toddled off, um, without her, the pain went away. All right. So that is possibly what is going to happen or did happen to you because yes, you do start to feel the effects, effects of the Saturn return at about your 27th birthday. So I want to share a little bit now that you kind of get a bit of an idea of what Saturn and what Saturn return is all about, about my experience. Okay. So I am obviously 28 and a half now. And when I turned 27, I pretty well knew nothing about the Saturn return. Actually, I knew nothing about the Saturn return, to be completely honest. Uh, I knew, I knew about astrology. I just hadn't delved into the Saturn return and So as I've said, I have um, Saturn 
in Aquarius, which is the sign of freedom and humanitarianism. It's an air sign. Um, and I had this at 23 degrees. Now, when I turned 27, I was a bank manager and I was in a loving marriage and I had my home. I had two dogs, which are like my children. And from the outside in, and even within myself, I thought I had my whole life, like I thought I'd fucking made it, babe. Like I'm not even kidding you. I had I had achieved my five-year plan, okay? I remember as I like early, like, like even as a, a teenager, I was like, I am going to have like this amazing full-time job. I'm going to be like this boss bitch bringing in the money and I'm going to own my home and I'm going to be married. I'm going to have that all by like, I said 25. I think I had like had the house at like 24 and I was like married at like 26, right? So like I'd done it. I had like, quote unquote, like made it in my eyes. Okay. So I hit my 27th birthday. Like this is my year. I've got my business going. My business was going really well. Um, so I'd already sort of started to feel like maybe I wasn't going down the right path, but everything else in my life seemed fantastic. Okay. I was like high vibe, loving it. Mind you, this was in 2020. (laughs) So there was already challenges happening. So about two months, After my 27th birthday, not even that, I'm going to say like a month after my 27th birthday, I was starting to feel some significant shifts within myself. I just kind of was starting to really second guess my entire life. The first thing that I really started to second guess was my marriage. So this is when the next component of my Saturn return really comes into play. Because like I said, I've got Saturn in Aquarius at 23 degrees. The other ne- the next thing that you need to be looking at for your own Saturn return is what house that you have Saturn in. So I have Saturn in my eighth house. Okay, so quick astrology 101. We have um, obviously the 12 zodiacs. We also have 12 houses. All right, so I'll talk about mine. I'm going to give you guys like a brief rundown of all of the others as well. So I have Saturn in my eighth house of intimacy. So this is normally or traditionally uh, ruled by Scorpio. And this particular house relates to birth, death, sex, intimacy, sexual union, self-sacrifice, inheritance, metaphysics, other people's finances, and regeneration. There's some of my notes that I have here, right? So my Saturn return was basically relating to uh, those areas of my life. So unsurprisingly, one of the first things that I started to second guess was obviously uh, my sexual union or, you know, sort of like marriage uh, with my husband. Now, spoiler alert, (laughs) we've done a uh, conscious uncoupling episode. If you haven't listened to the episode with my ex-husband, I highly, highly recommend that you do. 
we have gone through a conscious uncoupling. We've just, um, you know, quote unquote, celebrated 12 months uh, separated. Um, and that was the first component of my Saturn return. Now, in hindsight, babes, this was the easiest part of my Saturn return. I say that lightly, um, but it's not to say that it wasn't challenging. It definitely fucking was. Um, but it was probably the quickest um, process of it, which was fantastic. It was easy. Obviously, this was supposed to happen. Okay. I was supposed to get married and go through this divorce. All right. Because this is literally written in the stars. This is like written in my astrology chart. Okay. Um, so that was step one. The reason why this is like part of my Saturn return, besides the fact that it's like in my eighth house and all of that, obviously, as I said, like this is Saturn is about getting us back on track. And the thing is I had built a concept of a life that I was mirroring, mirroring, God, Mercury retrogrades getting me. <laughs> um, I was mirroring from my parents, okay? And it wasn't necessarily the life that I desired. I just thought it's what I wanted. So that is step one. Fast forward six months and uh, obviously my ex-husband and I separated. We're still really, really great friends. We're kind of still living together while we just sort of like sort things out because obviously we own a house and two dogs together. So this is the other thing that comes up if you have um, Saturn in your eighth house, okay? There's going to be potentially, um, yeah, like divorce, um, separation of finances related to anyone who has uh, Saturn in this in this eighth house. So the other component of mine is obviously around this house, which is again another thing that I strived for from a very very young age. I achieved. I got the house. I was 24 years old when I bought my house, but then I'm I'm sitting in this house going, wait a fucking second. I don't want this society told me that I was supposed to stop eating my fucking avocado toast, save my money and buy a house. Because if you don't buy a house, then you have not amounted to anything. So again, Saturn is pointing out to me that I was striving for things that I didn't actually really desire. So this is probably one of the hardest things so far of my Saturn return that I've had to battle because this is something that I have ingrained in myself for as long as I can remember because all I've ever wanted to be is successful financially. And to me, I have owning a house is a huge component of that. So obviously the other like two part of the house situation was obviously my dogs because one of the other components of having Saturn in the eighth house is like these shared resources and getting like stuck with things that you don't actually want. And 
I say this with so much love, but I stayed at my home for six months, not for me, but for the two beautiful dogs that my ex-husband and I have together. And this is where I am hoping I don't get emotional, but I obviously made the decision to rent out my house to my incredible cousin and his partner who have very kindly also kept my dogs with them. Babes, this was harder for me to do than ending my marriage. (laughs) The reason why I'm sharing this part of it is because as I said about the ending the marriage being part being so easy, this wasn't. And this is what I want to stress to you. If, cause like I knew that I was supposed to leave. I knew that I wasn't supposed to have that house anymore. And part of me knew that my time with those dogs, at least for now was done. And I ignored that for six months. And within two months, I was so heavily depressed like I have never been before in my life I honestly almost lost myself it was like I had gone back to the 20 year old Cass who was medicated for her anxiety and her depression that is what I was experiencing because I was ignoring what I was what I knew in my heart and my soul that I was supposed to do And this is why I want to share this with you, because whether you are experiencing your Saturn return now, or you will, or you have, or this is just reflective of anything in your life, if you know on your soul level that you are supposed to do something, don't fight against it because it is going to hurt you more. I know that everything turned out exactly the way that it was supposed to. And the timing of it was hilarious because I basically made the the decision to move and all of that at around the peak of my Saturn return, my first peak. I, I totally know and trust that it's happened exactly the way that it's supposed to. Don't get me wrong. But for six months, I battled heavily with this purely because I was trying to tell myself that I couldn't do something because I was putting this expectation on myself of what I thought my life was supposed to be. And this is what your Saturn return is honestly all about. It is about throwing away any of those expectations of who you think you are, of what you think your life is supposed to be, and truly stepping into what your soul is calling you to do and be. Because we are so heavily conditioned right now to think that our life is supposed to look a particular way and Saturn is just coming around to fuck us all around. So by the time you hit 27 and there's parts of your life or you that you feel inclined to change, baby girl, I need you. This isn't even want. This is I need you to follow that because I do not want you to fall into a state of depression. I do not want to hear more people getting into um, like getting onto antidepressants and Valium and, 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 and other you know drugs and stuff because they're ignoring what their heart is telling them to do. I also have this is a fucking theory there's no sign there's no backing to this but I'm sure you've heard of the 27 club okay the 27 club is like a 
like a very large list of like celebrities and well-known people who have all died before they've turned 28. So while they are 27. Um, a lot of them have died from, from drug overdoses. Okay. As someone who has just lived through my 27th lap around the sun, I can tell you that if my life had been much more out of alignment, that I may have been struggling with things like that too. And I do not want that to be something that you struggle with as well. So that's the dark and the heavy of it. <laughs> Let's get on to some lighter stuff because I'm here to educate, inspire and empower you with all of this knowledge. Okay. So yes, it can be challenging, but there's so much more. Now there's been other aspects of this throughout this as well that I kind of wanted to share. And I've spoken about, again, another episode that I want you to go check out is my experience with a plant medicine ceremony. I shared that during that ceremony, I released some trauma around my womb, um, which again, the eighth house is all about our sex. Um, and the Scorpio itself relates to like our genitalia. Um, so again, I can see how this is really relating to my Saturn return as well. Cause again, it happened during this time period. Um, so that was another component as well, um, that I feel I really wanted to mention. So this is not just about marriage and divorce and the house. Um, there was some healing in involved as well. So that's kind of me right? Here I am. I'm 28 and a half. I'm a year and a half into this thing. And, you know, my life has shifted significantly. I'm looking out the window here in the center of Newcastle, thinking to myself that even a month ago, if you had told me that I would be living here, I would have felt fear and, res and, 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 and almost like resentment. No way. I can't do that. That's, that's not me. That's not my life because I was still so resistant to the calling that was telling me that I had to leave all of my responsibilities behind and, and, and start a new life basically. So let me give you a little bit of a rundown. This is so fucking basic. I just want to emphasize this. This is going to be a very, very basic rundown of what the houses basically mean um, in like astrology so that you can at least see like a you can get a general idea of what area of your life is going to be impacted during your Saturn returns. Now, again, this is also going to depend on what sign your Saturn is in and what other planets might be active. Um, so I really want to emphasize that this is very general information no, I'm, I, and I, this feels so stupid because I'm talking about it, but no, I do not do astrology readings anymore. It didn't light me up. Um, so, uh, if you feel inclined to getting a reading, um, do some research. There's so many incredible astrologers out there, but please don't reach out to me, um, to give you a reading because it's just not something I want to do anymore. So let's break it down. Like I said, I've got it in my eighth house um but there are 12 all together so if you have saturn in your first house 
which is usually ruled by Aries. Um, this is your first house or your ascendant. Um, this is all about self. This is self-image. This is about your early life. It's about your physical appearance. It's also about your ability to be a leader and to be individual. Um, so these are some of the themes that could be playing out in your life. Your second house, which is your house of values, which is usually ruled by Taurus. Now I'm sharing this because if you know a little bit about astrology and you uh, know about the signs, the signs in the houses link up. Okay. So if you know a lot about Taurus, you'll know a lot about the second house of values. So Taurus is about our material world. It's about wealth. It's about um, our values in life. Um, our worldly goods, our physical environment, so the environment around us, possessions, um, spending, and our material values. So that is our second house. House three, this is our house of communication. It's usually ruled by Gemini. So for the house three, this is going to be about how you communicate or how you're sharing your voice can or it does relate to uh, your mother specifically so if you've got it in your third house there could be some things come up around your mother as well um, it's also about learning it's all about um, speaking or your manner of speech also could be about short journey so maybe you need to travel or something um, and community or community affairs is another thing that comes up with the third house your fourth house, which is usually ruled by cancer, is your house of home. So this is going to be about your homes, parents, your family, specifically your father, potentially, um, just your childhood in general. There's also things in here about like your inherited patterns, um, privacy. If you're already a mother, things could come up here around your mothering abilities too. Then we have the fifth house, which is usually ruled by Leo. And this is our fifth house of pleasure, right? So this is about self-expression, drama, creativity, love affairs, attention, and just generally just like having fun in life. So potentially you're like struggling to have fun um, if you've got Saturn in the fifth house. Sixth house is our house of routine, which is usually ruled by Virgo. Now, this house is all about health and fitness. It's also a little bit about work um, or your, like, your vocation in life. But really now it's down to like your routine and how efficient you are, which is kind of like scheduling and just kind of like getting your life in order. Um, health, fitness, diet as well. Uh, so food-ish, not necessarily body image, but like your health in that aspect is going to come up with the, if Saturn is in your sixth house. Then we have seventh, your house, seventh house, which is the house of partnership, which is usually ruled by Libra. So this is all about relationships, um, can be romantic, but this really is just like across the board, any type of um, relationships. Yes, uh, marriage can come up here. It's contracts. Um, and uh, it's going to be really about anyone that you have any type of like mutually beneficial relationship with or potentially given this is a Saturn return, someone that you might not have a mutually beneficial relationship with. Maybe it's like a little bit um, heavy handed on one side. Then obviously we have the eighth house. I won't go back into that. Actually, well, just because we're running through them. Eighth house is intimacy. This is where I have mine. So we're looking at birth, death, 
sex, um, intimacy, shared resources, um, and inheritances as well. Next, we have um, House Nine of Philosophy. So this is usually ruled by Sagittarius. So the ninth house is all about our higher learning and our higher mind. Um, can relate to religion or beliefs as well um, and your philosophy and morals in life. Uh, adventuring, like, like Sagittarius are very adventurous, spontaneous people. So there's that kind of element to it as well. This also relates to long journeys. So there could be a need to move or travel during that time or a desire to do so. Um, yeah. Then we have the 10th house, which is the house of career, um, usually ruled by Capricorn. So the name says it all. This is all about your career. It's about your ambition and really going after your goals. Um, could be relating to just your public life or your status in um, the, the public and how people are like viewing you. You needing a desire or having a desire to be recognized for things. Um, and just your overall achievements and goals in life. So that's the 10th house of career. Second last one, guys. We're nearly done. I really hope you're keeping up. But I really want you to just be making sure that you are checking in with whatever house that you have your Saturn in. Then we have the 11th house. This is your house of friendships. Now, this is all about, you guessed it, friendships. It's usually ruled by Aquarius. So it's about being um, socially conscious, um, humanitarian causes, hopes, wishes, uh, being eccentric. It's all about being original, um, social justices. That is the 11th house. Again, final one, then I'm going to wrap all this up a little bit. We have the 12th house of privacy, usually ruled by Pisces. So this one is about family secrets. It is the point before we sort of go into the afterlife so there's that aspect as well. Hidden enemies, um, uh, the collective consciousness, it's mysterious and secretive. Um, and there could be some challenges just with like your spirituality at this stage. There's also a link about karma and your karmic um, duties in life. So that is such a basic explanation of each of them. And again, this is going to be different depending on, well, not that it's going to be different, but everyone's going to be affected differently depending on what uh sign they have Saturn in obviously for me like I said all I all I really am feeling right now is this desire to be free of my responsibilities Saturn is all about responsibilities Aquarius is this is a sign of freedom I just want to be free <laughs> um and that but that is going to be different if you potentially I'm not even going to try and rattle off anymore um but Google is fantastic to find information out. This is where I found a lot of my information out and I continue to find out information for people who are going through it as well, close to me, just to help them, um, give them a bit of background information too. So babe, I really want to wrap this up into a nice little bow for you and just really reiterate some of these major points. We obviously, your first Saturn return, you'll start to feel the effects once you turn 27. Um, Saturn will hit your peak, will hit your natal chart point, um, anywhere from like, say 28 to like 30, just going to depend on your own chart. Um, as I said, mine hit at 28 and a half. 
and uh, it is going to force you to redirect your life to where it needs to be. Now, I've spoken to some people and they're like, my Saturn return was fine. And I'm like, well, shit, babe, you clearly are on the right path in life. So if you're listening to this and you're like, wow, Cass, you sound really dramatic. I've been through my Saturn return. It was totally fine. I applaud you for clearly being in your authentic truth. Because clearly in whatever aspect Saturn is in, at least within your chart, you are, you know, in alignment there. So if you haven't yet, or you are currently experiencing your Saturn return, I really invite you to take a moment to really reflect on what is it that you are feeling really called to do, or who is it that you're feeling really called to be? And I don't want you to ignore that calling any longer because that is what the Saturn return period is all about. It is trying to get us to step into our most authentic and aligned self. It is trying to teach us to be who we are supposed to be. Saturn is the teacher of the Zodiac. I said this at the beginning He is trying to teach us to be and do what we're supposed to be doing. There's no more ignoring it. If you choose to ignore it, this could potentially be a really hard few years of your life. And that really is going to mean that in some aspects of your life, things are going to be really out of alignment. I'm not being dooms and gloomy, but you know that I'm here to empower you to be your most authentic self. I want to decondition you out of the belief of who you think you're supposed to be. All right. We don't play small here. We don't live our life according to what a society wants us to be. We get to be exactly who our soul set out for us to be so whether or not you've already hit your peak whether you're in it or you're coming up to it my only bit of advice for you is to just listen to your soul and to listen to your heart not your fucking head your head your logical mind is conditioned by society. Your heart and your soul are where your truth lies. So that is my Saturn return thus far. I will probably do another one of these, maybe once I start to get out of the end of it, because I genuinely believed that ending my marriage was the pinnacle of my Saturn return. I honestly thought, guys, I was like, yep, I'm 27. My Saturn returns just started. I've ended my marriage. I've got Saturn in the eighth house, which is all about divorce. I've got this. I've done it. I don't need to be worried about the next few years. I'm so in alignment. And then another thing after another thing continues to pile up. And I realized that I was just being really fucking naive. So please go do a little bit of research on your own or, um, you know, get a reading by someone who does astrology readings. Um, I obviously talk about this with like my one-on-one clients when they're around that age because um, I 
I have I had a couple of clients around the same age as me, um, but I don't actually do astrology chart readings. It just does not light me up. So thank you for listening. This is very vulnerable in a way. It's just really hard talking about um, leaving my house and my dogs behind. Obviously, that's still a very like raw topic. I've only been living, I've only moved like less than two weeks ago. Um, and like I said, I was genuinely extremely heartbroken off um, over over that. So, but I obviously am very transparent and I really want to share with you all of this experience so that you can see just how important it is to follow where you're being pushed. So that is it, my love. I hope that you have found this educational and inspiring. I will definitely do another one with further updates of my Saturn return because I'm still in the shit of it. Um, I love you. I appreciate you. Please send me a message if this resonates, um, especially if you are in your Saturn return right now. And that is it. I will see you in the next episode. Bye. Thank you, beautiful soul, for listening to another episode of Inspired by Cass. If you enjoyed this episode, please give it a rate and review. And if you're not already, don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you don't miss out on any of my juicy episodes. As always, I love you so fucking much. But most importantly, I hope that you're loving yourself too. Bye.